Hello, 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 you listen to the radio station CITR. Good morning, this is Rocket from Russia, and this band is called The Gamut, The Still and The Lost.
Hello, 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 you're listening to the radio station CITR. Good morning, this is Rocket from Russia, weekly punk rock radio show, which happens every Thursday, 10 to 11 o'clock on CITR in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. My name is Russian Tim, and today I will be playing you some great punk rock music uh, on this um, wonderful radio station. I started off the show, uh, unfortunately, not for very good reason, with a band called The Gamets. Um, um, uh, the leader of the band, Johnny, took his life away on the weekend. And, um, yeah, that's not the very best reason to play somebody's song, but uh, that was the band which I really liked. Uh, their album, which came out in 2010, Parts, was one of my favorite releases of that year. I've seen them at Fest. I met Johnny. He was a person who lived in Denver, Colorado, and who did a lot for the local scene. He really supported the band. He had a, a website called For the Love of Punk, and this is really how um, what describes him. He was really passionate about punk rock music. He helped a lot of local, younger bands uh, for writing articles about them, putting shows about the, uh, for those bands, uh, playing in his own band, and he was somebody who was really influential in that Denver, Colorado scene, and I know that lots of people who know uh, him closer than I did uh, really had a a lot of nice things to say about him, so unfortunately, um, yeah, that happened, and uh, probably the Gamets, which is a great band, uh, they're not gonna play anymore, so that was the song uh, for Johnny. Uh, today on the show, I will preview a show which is happening this week. It's uh, the, the whole focus uh, of this episode will be on that show. Uh, on Wednesday, which is next week, uh, July 25th, um, uh, the band uh, Spanish Love Songs uh, from Los Angeles are coming to play in Vancouver. Uh, they are bringing along the band called Mercy Music and uh, two local bands, Danda, Dead and Drive-In, and my band called Russian Tim and Pavel Burez will help uh, for this show. So there will be four bands, two uh, touring bands, uh, two local bands, and um, I'm very passionate about uh, Spanish love songs. They are one of the best newer bands I heard in the past couple of years. Their new album is called Schmaltz. Uh, came out earlier this year, and it's really it's a record. I don't make mistakes with this. I have good uh, ear for like for, uh, for developing bands, and this band has very very strong. Um, uh, songwriting and uh, if they keep doing what they're doing they have a strong future ahead of them that's why i'm very excited they're not very very well known uh, yet because they're just fairly new band uh, just two releases uh, but every time i play this band to somebody everyone wash this band is good i want to see them so hopefully um today um show will convince you to go see that show on july 25th uh, on wednesday at sbc uh today on the show we'll do an interview with dylan from spanish love songs and from at and with Matt uh, from Dead and Driving, uh, Dead and Driving just released a brand new lyric video. We have some news coming up about their new music, so we will chat about uh, that with Matt. But let's start with a couple of songs by Spanish Love Songs. Uh, I'll play a few songs from their new album called Schmaltz, uh, which came out on AF Records uh, this year. And we'll start with a song called Sequels, Remakes and adaptations. Let's do that. Spanish love songs playing at Vancouver Bridge, Columbia, Canada on Wednesday, July 25th.
shortcomings, my gross insecurities. Be less narcissistic, maybe show some humility. second guest want to find the money to fix my nose and learn to breathe without pacing i don't want to be depressed want to find a haircut that fits me that hasn't been co-opted by nazis i'll settle for some rest want to move on i want to feel more important trying to be fine i swear i'm trying to be my best i want to wake up and maybe be better Wanna come through and not be second guess Wanna find the money to fix my nose So I can sing without pacing I don't wanna be depressed I wanna find a haircut that fits me That hasn't been stolen by Nazis I'll settle for some rest I'm trying to move on I'm trying to feel more important I wanna be fine I swear I'm trying to be my best
of the consequence they bring Letting go is never easy Even when you're empty, even when you're alone I hope they played you Otis or Redding I hope you heard me home along As those arms of yours went down into the dark yard I'm on the docks again Looking out at that awful ocean Watching the tide take you After your favorite singer, your favorite song, and I break down every time I see that old Spanish nylon that you bought. It never comes off the shelf anymore. I'm on the docks again, looking out at that awful ocean, seeing the tide take you away. I know you ain't resting your bones. I know you ain't made it back home. But at least the loneliness, at least the loneliness gave you a break. Hello, 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 you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim, and today on the show I'm focusing on the event or concert, which will happen next uh, Wednesday, July 25th, Spanish love songs, Mercy Music, Dead and Driving, and my band Russian Tim and Pavel Borez will play at SBC. This is gonna be great, and uh, just right now we heard three songs uh, by Spanish love songs, uh, the opening track, all the tracks from their super new album called Schmaltz. Uh, the opening track was um, sequel, remakes, and adaptations. Then we heard a, a song called The Boy Considers His Haircut. And the final track was Otis slash Carl. And right now on the line, I have the fearless leader of the band, Dylan, from Spanish Love Songs. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for finding time to talk to me. I know that you're to have a busy day today and currently you're driving in a beautiful California. And um, But congratulations on the release of your brand new album called Schmaltz, which came out on AF Records on March 30th. Yes, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's fun to still be talking about it five months later or four months later, whatever it is. Well, that's how it is. You release a new album, and <laughs> until you don't release the new one, you have to talk about the previous one. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's it's great. We're excited that people still like it. I don't know. I feel like uh, there's such a quick turnover for albums these days. Like you know, I'm already worried about the next thing that came out. So it's good. I'm glad people still want to hear. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, that you know, the albums are short-lived, but uh, you will be playing for the first time in Vancouver. Lots of people are excited, so this is gonna be great. Uh, like I said, the album came out on AF Records, and I know that there is a funny story how you didn't even know Chris uh, from AF or anyone from Antiflag personally, uh, and but they got there interested without even you or your involvement. Could you please tell that funny story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was in Belgium. Uh, we weren't even there for shows. I was just there hanging out with our tour manager who lives there uh, with my mom. And uh, we got pretty drunk one night, and I was like, you know, 
who I was asking who's going to put out this album because it had been done for a month or so. And uh, and then the conversation kind of moved on, and then we started talking about Anti-Flag and how, you know, everybody, it was like a really important band for all of us growing up. And then, uh, you know, our tour manager, Gregory, to his credit, his wheels started turning. And the next day, he emailed the entire album to AF Records without me knowing. <laughs> um, and, and, and said, like, hey, I work with this band. You should check them out. And uh, to AF's credit, the label manager there, Chris Stowe, he listened to every demo that or everything that gets sent to them and he listened to it and i got a call the day i got home from belgium from af being like hey uh we don't know you but we like your record you want to work together (laughs) that's very cool first of all like that's credit to them that they actually listened and you know they got their ear that they like it and they moved forward and good for you you know that's very if you if you if we don't offer your record nobody's going to release it because they don't know that it exists yeah, exactly, exactly. We, I mean, we, we were offering it to people, we were sending it out, but uh, AF wasn't, you know, wasn't on my personal radar. So thankfully, you know, we have a good team of people who are shameless about sending everything to people that we don't know. <laughs> I would be too embarrassed. <laughs> no, it's good record, you should. Uh, you write very interesting uh, lyrics, you use analogies and some very creative ways to describe your emotions or certain situations. Even me, as a non-natural English speaker, I get amazed by some lines. I don't really sometimes get everything or understand everything <laughs> what you mean, but some stuff is really, really cool. Um, could you please talk a little bit about that style? Is it your own stuff? Is it you were in- influenced by some other songwriters in punk rock? Or maybe it was comes from poetry or somewhere else uh, outside of music? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of it's me. A lot of it's just my sense of humor. And uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm a, I was a weird kid growing up, and I think I always thought it was a bad thing. And then when we started playing in this band, I kind of went for it. And um, I don't know, people kind of like the dumb lyrics. And then, you know, I mean, obviously, like classic songwriters like Bruce Springsteen or, you know, Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff playing into it. So I, I don't know how really to describe it other than, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty weird sometimes. I just try to be as specific as possible and hope that, you know, in just being truthful, somebody, you know, like you said, you'll, you might not get it all, but you'll at least enjoy it and kind of understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I probably don't get it. Like, really, sometimes it's maybe, like, the, the language better, or maybe I don't know the certain situation, but sometimes it's so cool, and the thing I like it, because it's really simplified. It's, like, on, on my... It's not some kind of deep philosophical stuff, which I don't get it because I'm not that smart, but it's just really basic stuff which I can relate to. And, um, yeah, the way the way you do it is it's, it's great. Your guitarist, Kyle, he recorded and co-produced the album, but he also worked on albums uh, by bands like Lamb of God, Jonathan Davis, and even Motorhead. How you uh, keep him away in terms of his metal influences? Uh, you know, it's pretty funny because he's, he's not a metal kid, <laughs> but the studio he works at, he engineers on a lot of metal albums. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's more fun for him because uh, he gets to kind of do music that he doesn't necessarily love and understand uh, i shouldn't say understand he understands it but you know what i mean he doesn't he's not like listening to metal yeah, yeah. all the time so uh you know it's it's kind of nice and, and we we more like it for the stories he brings because he worked on motorhead's last album and there's just so many stories about you know just how those guys are and just how cool lemmy was and you know how fun it is so you know we kind of lean on it for that as opposed to you know any recording techniques he's picking up from you know working on uh, distorted loud guitars or banging drums or something that, 
I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he snuck on some Motorhead production techniques onto our guitar leads. I'm not sure. I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's great. Uh, my next question is a little bit geographical. Uh, my favorite song on the album is called Buffalo Buffalo. Uh, you were writing the song when your girlfriend was leaving to Portland, and the chorus goes like this. Would you meet me in the middle? Would you meet me in the north of Buffalo? So could you please help me understand how does this geographical mystery work? Because when you're in LA and she is in Portland and you have a, an idea of meeting up in the middle, how does the middle uh, ends up being Buffalo? So I actually was not in L.A. at the time. I was living in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, when you went to was, six months to write this album. Yeah, so I was working out there, and I got really depressed. And she, was, she wasn't moving to Portland, but she was visiting. And it was like right when, I'm, right when I had left, and I just kind of wrote my version of a love song. And so, you know, the middle could be anywhere, but north of Buffalo is really just like, uh, you know, that classic American dream of running away to Canada. <laughs> and uh, you know, getting getting things like healthcare and not being shot while you're at school. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of it was kind of that whole idea, and also it was just an idea of uh, running away to the middle of nowhere and just living you know living a happy life, even though it probably wouldn't be happy. But you know, we like to dream about that. And the north of Buffalo, I just I, for whatever reason I had Buffalo stuck in my head. I've never even been to Buffalo, <laughs> so you know. It uh, it just kind of stuck, and uh, sometimes I do that. I'll write down really dumb, like I call it word vomit, and uh, sometimes it just happens to stick. And that was one case where it stuck, and it it sounded catchy to me. And then you know, thematically, it started to make sense in my head. So it kind of kind of became the basis for the entire song. Well, it's super catchy. Like I said, it's, uh, that's my favorite song. I actually went and did a little bit of research, and I said, okay, so if you're in L.A. and she's in Portland, because I didn't know you were in Atlanta, so I did the um, the actual Google uh, Maps research, and mathematically, the, the middle point of, of meeting is a town called Grappet, outside of Orland, California. So that will be probably the most accurate place. There's nothing really to do in Grappet. I looked up, there's only a gas station. But Orland has really nice restaurants. For example, Far- Farwood Barcha and Grill, they have avocado fries and ahi poki nachos. So consider that. Oh, wow. I mean, that's everywhere in California, right? Every every place has a gastro pub now. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not surprised. You know what's funny is we've probably driven by there on the way. Does that drive between Sacramento or San Francisco and Portland? Unless you're playing Eugene and a few other smaller places. There's really not a lot to do. And we've definitely had to make that drive. The first time we ever did it, we had to do it overnight because we had a video session in the morning. So that drive has, it's kind of a nightmare for us. <laughs> so yeah, I know. who knows, maybe you'll stop by by that place called Grab It and fill up the gas and that will be the middle between LA and Buffalo. Oh, so Buffalo, oh, sorry, oh. Portland. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, I'll try to time it so we have to get there. <laughs> um, when I first heard your band, I heard the potential event, uh, immediately. Like, um, you know, I said to myself, you don't, if you don't screw it up and if you keep touring and if you keep writing good songs, to me, like, this is like the, this, your band is, could be the size of Against Me, Menzingers, that kind of bands. And I always get this stuff right. I first, when I heard Pop, when I first heard Joyce Manor and a couple of other bands, I, I, I got it right. So I, I, I have this good sense for, for that. And I feel like the potential is just there. Um, I know that you work in movie industry. Other band members have pretty steady jobs. But in terms of just this band for you, is there a plan of the band becoming a full-time job or are you doing it just for fun or you don't know? Is there a long-term vision? I, 
you know, we, we kind of had always just taken it as it, as it came. Um, but the response to this album has been so good that it's, it's forcing us to make the tough decisions. So I've already, I've stepped down from my job pretty significantly, um, just in the amount of touring that we're doing. Um, and so like my boss is working on a TV show right now that I'm not on. Um, so it's been a little hard for me and I'm, you know, we're just basically we're kind of scrambling and working as many jobs as we can until we all get fired. (laughs) So, you know, once we get fired, that'll be the easy decision. And also once we get, you know, we're trying to tour as much as possible and, as the tours start to pile up, you know, we, we've already have tours booked that we can't announce yet, but we have them booked well into next year. And so, you know, as that starts to happen, it starts to become pretty apparent, like, what needs, what we need to do. But I think we're all a little, you know, we're a little scared. Uh, and so we're kind of, we're trying to hold on to both as long as we can. But, you know, Kyle and I text each other every day, like, guessing when we're going to get fired and, <laughs> Thankfully, Ruben has a job that he can just leave, come and go as he pleases, so he doesn't care. Um, and then Meredith, you know, Meredith has her dream job, and also this is her dream band. So I'm constantly texting her like, "When are you gonna quit? When are you, what are you gonna do?" So uh, you know, we're 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 a little scared, but this will be, uh, you know, the more we tour, the more the easier it'll be. So we're pretty excited. And listen, I I hope you're right about us too. I wanna I wanna keep your streak alive of. Uh, you know. Like I said, I don't make mistakes, so you you're now forced to be a successful band. I, I'm fine with that. If, you, if you're telling us we got to be as big as all those bands you mentioned, I am okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, but the, there was the one one uh, like you know asterisk. You have to don't screw it up. You have to keep working hard, keep touring, and writing good songs. So this is the condition, and if the condition happens, uh, so, so keep writing good songs. Uh, yeah, it, it real it's as simple as that. <laughs> Well, you already did two albums, so it doesn't seem like it's hard for you. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Every album we start writing, I'm terrified that we're going to just start writing terrible songs. No, 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 no. I, don't don't be terrified. Have the confidence, because the both albums are great. Yeah, we'll see. You know how there's always that band you love who always, like, eventually they start writing bad songs. So it's like, how many good songs do you have in you before you start writing bad songs? So hopefully we have more than 20. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then you know, you can fill up the 10 12 uh, set list with a good 12, 10 12 songs. So it's good. Yeah, and then coast on that for 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. We established your lifetime plan. This is good. But I'm very excited We're to ha- to have you on Wednesday in Vancouver. Lots of people excited. Um uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see you and this is going to be great. Yeah, we're excited too. We've never been uh, we have a lot of people always asking us to come up there. So hopefully they're paying attention and show up. Yeah, tell tell them that this is this is their only opportunity to see you. This will be our only time in Vancouver this entire year. I can guarantee that. So there it is. This is great incentive. Okay, man. Thank you so much. Have a safe drive, and I'll see you very very soon next week. Uh, thank, awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye bye. That was Dylan from Spanish Love Songs. And how about we listen to that song which uh, I talked about, the geographical mystery, the song called Buffalo Buffalo. I think the song is so good. Uh, yeah, probably one of my favorite songs of the year. And listen to it. It's really, really good.
to the radio station CITR. This is Rocket from Russia, and uh, we just heard a song called Buffalo Buffalo by Spanish Love Songs. Spanish Love Songs playing on July 25th, next week on Wednesday at SBC, and um, we just heard uh, an interview between myself and Dylan from Spanish Love Songs, and we talked about 
few things about related to the band. Let's move on to the second part of the interview. In the second part, uh, not in the of the show. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the second part of the show, but um, in the second part of the show, we'll do an interview with Matt uh, from the band called Dead and Driving. They're also playing that show. Uh, they are from Vancouver, and they will be um, a local support, which is officially called uh, for this show. Um, uh, Dead and Driving, they released a brand new video. It's a lyric video. They released it yesterday uh, for the song called Dominant Male Monkey Motherfucker. And um, how about we will play, I will play you that brand new song uh, by Dead and Driving. They did a unique thing for of their uh, repertoire all their songs are uh, at least four minutes some of them six minutes or some of them seven how you play a seven minute song i don't even know but this song is two minutes and 50 seconds they totally overdone themselves and how about we do that this is new song by dead and driving playing um at sbc with spanish love songs on july 25th
Hello, 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 you listen to the radio station CITR, this is Rocket from Russia on 101.9 FM, and uh, today I'm uh, playing new bands, uh, which will be playing the show at SBC on July 25th, Wednesday, Spanish Love Songs, Mercy Music, Dead and Driving, and, Ra- and Pavel Borez will be playing next week. Uh, we just heard a brand new song by the band called Dead and Driving, they released a... a, a lyric video uh, for that song uh, yesterday. It's available on official um, <laughs> YouTube channel of Dead and Driving and the song is called Dominant Male Monkey Motherfucker. Uh, I have met uh, from the fearless leader of the band called Dead and Drive In uh, on the line and how about we talk to Matt. Matt, welcome to the show and thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, my friend. Uh, congratulations on the release of the first song from your new uh, release. Uh, let's call it the first single. How about that? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Could you, you outdid yourself. You wrote a song which is two minutes and 50 seconds long. It's less than seven minutes. How did you manage that? How, this is probably the shortest. It took a lot of restraint, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you probably had to cut like probably five minutes of music just to get Yeah, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a five-minute guitar solo that we decided to have that, yeah. Yeah, I tease you all the time that your songs are four minutes long, but actually, um, when I listened to the songs uh, first, when I discovered your band, I listened to the song, I was like, wow, this is long. But when you watch you live, it's it's all sounds seamless because there's so many parts, everything is changing, and watching you live, it's not doesn't even feel like you just feel like you're watching a normal show. So, yeah, adding a two-minute, 50 songs must be like you know short music for short people yeah exactly yeah yeah we like to do the long ones like to well uh, when you when you have three guitarists in the band you kind of have to put all those solos somewhere yeah absolutely <laughs> you released a lyric video for that song um uh, this is a song of the brand new release could you please tell a little bit details of that new music which will be out very soon by uh, by your band uh yeah we got a uh, our first full length it's a 10 track album coming out um We recorded it at uh, Rain City Recorders. Uh, it's called Mia Culpa, and we're uh, having a release show on uh, September 22nd at SBC. Yeah, this is going to be great. The album comes out on September 18th, you said, right? 22nd. Well, we're just going to do the release show. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very organized, yeah. huh? See, proper. Yeah. <laughs> proper, proper. Um, uh, so, so you, I assume that, uh, again, going to the length of your song, it's probably a 40-minute album, but you have only six songs, something like that, right? It's ten, but yeah, it's about forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> See, for... have... yeah, we got we got one that's almost six minutes. That's the longest one. And then this new one compensated with being two point two fifty. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We got to even it out a bit. Yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> that's the proper, proper. Yeah. Uh, you recently shot a video which will be out also very soon. Could you please tell a little bit about the production because it was a cool idea where you did it and what was the interesting story behind it? Yeah, well, we did it for a song called uh, Echo Chamber um, and. Uh, We just uh, shot the band playing in, in my parents' garage, and then uh, we uh, just uh, the concepts essentially just uh, we got my buddy to play a uh, air driving hater, and he organizes a protest. He goes around, and puts up flyers, and uh, he had just basically uh, rallied a group of people to come protest outside the garage and start a riot. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a warm uh, sunny day, and yeah, I can imagine that the the riot was pretty uh, probably uh, serious. Yeah, but we had a lot of beer to keep us cool. It was good. Exactly. See, this yeah. thing. This is how professional videos are done. Um, Absolutely. I I like how you have like this uh, the the whole setup like being a local DIY band. You have the lyric video coming up. You will um, again like um uh, you will. Uh, 
contribute a song for the Rocket from Russia compilation, which will be out for the Rocket from Russia Fest. And uh, there will be another video coming up. So it's a lot of pre-promo, which is happening. So yeah, kind of leaking them out as, uh, you know, uh, like every month or so, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And that's yeah. the, r- the right way to keep the interested going and everything. So the show is on September 22nd. Uh, where will be uh, people will be able to um, hear the new album when it will be out? Uh, we'll uh, have it pressed. Um, hopefully vinyl is the plan. Nice. And uh, yeah, then we'll uh, throw it up on uh, the old Bandcamp. And Spotify. And Spotify, yeah. We'll add it to Vancouver uh, Punk playlist. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on all this ever exciting stuff is happening because I know that you put a lot of work into that release. Congratulations on that. And I can't wait to see you next week. We will be playing together uh, on Wednesday at SBC. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Thanks, man. Congratulations again on the new release. And uh, see you next uh, next week. Yeah, see you later, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. That was Matt from uh, Dead and Driving, and uh, like we said, they really have uh, new music, whole ten songs, ah, uh, uh, were on um, in released in September, uh, and uh, like I said, the, the Spanish love song Dead and Driving, Mercy Music, and Pavel Borez will be playing on uh, Wednesday next week at uh, SBC. How about we'll listen to another touring band they called Mercy Music? Uh, they just released a brand new album, and we'll uh, I'll play you a song called Song Four, um, song from their. Brand new album. You listen to Rocket from Russia. This is Mercy Music.
Hello, hello, hello. That was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Just played two bands, which will be playing the show on July 25th at the SBC Cabaret. Spanish love song, Dead and Driving. And then we heard a band called Mercy Music from Las Vegas. That was a song called Song 4 from their brand new album, which came out last week. Also check them out. They're also really, really good. And then there was a song by the band called Pavel Bores, which I participate in. And uh, we call the song called Super Hit because I think it's a super hit. Uh, this is it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said, the show is happening on July 25th. Spanish love song, Dead and Drive-In, Mercy Music, and Pavel Borez will play on July 25th, Wednesday at the uh, SBC. Um, this is going to be a good show. Uh, I'm very excited to see Spanish love songs and Mercy Music and to hear some new songs from Dead and Drive-In. This is going to be great, and I personally invite you people to check it out next Wednesday at SBC. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you Do You Radio is coming after next. I'm not sure if we will do a nice transition, but the song which I have finished is kind of slow. Maybe we'll do. You prof- you, you're in charge of that, so you're a professional. I'll give you a challenge, and you will convert it to a beautiful ambient. Yeah. yeah, see. Perfect. This is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can check out more podcasts on CITR.ca. You can find podcasts of this radio show and all other great radio shows we have on the station, including Nardwar and You Do You Radio. <laughs> this is it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll finish with a song by the man called Needles and Pins. I saw them play last uh, weekend at the Antisocial in the back, and I had a lot of fun. And this is great. They're also playing Rocket from Russia Fest. They're headlining day one. Okay, let's do it. This is Needles and Pins. Hail Bob. Thank you so much. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>